0: Making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous, or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3CR.org.au. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants to whom we pay respects to elders past and present. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan on a Sunday afternoon covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I'm your host, Sally Goldner, and you can get in touch with the show in lots of ways. You can look for us on Facebook. Out of the Pan three C R eight five five AM Melbourne or me, Sally Goldner, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so and that's the bottom line. You can text in six one four zero one O seven eight nine eight one um or you can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News as they do from eleven thirty till noon every Sunday, um, regardless of which Version ...or by which means you're listening to Out of the Pan. Well, opened up today with um, the one and only Jackson 5. And, well, you could blame it on the boogie. You could blame it on all sorts of dance genres. Um, um, trigger warning, there'll be a mention of line dancing coming up uh, later in the show. That's a bit scary. But um, on in the studio... I've got a fabulous guest, uh, well, I think all the guests who come in are fabulous, <laughs> um, Better, I have to come up with that, another fabulous guest. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, please welcome to 3CR, Brody Paparella. How's it going, Brody? Oh, good, thank you, Sally. How are you? All right. Um, well, you've um, boogied your way into the studio. I have. Appropriately enough, because we've got to talk about um, a project that's come up, a dance project called V. That's right. Um let's start. How, yeah, for how, did sure. it, how did it come about for starters?
1: V is something that's been in development uh, in the dark recesses of my mind for for a number of years um, but really sort of fleshed itself out and, and came together about late last year when I met a lovely dancer called uh, Kayla Jenkins who has sort of partnered with me uh, to bring this project to life. It is a project that looks at five well, it is five different dance pieces that, have, that all get combined together to make one short film about gender diversity, gender equality, and gender flexibility at the same time. Uh, the film is broken up into five parts, each of which looks at
0: the way we self-express gender and the way that that Aha. interacts with the community. Okay. For- I say with tongue wedged firmly in cheek and coming at the other (laughs) side, what, only five genders?
1: (laughs) No, uh, definitely not only five gender types, but um, sort of five steps, if you will, between looking at gender extremes to then complete
0: gender fluidity. And diversity. Ah, that's what we like. So Mm. we've got... A progression. Um, I think in the seventies it, it would be the dance equivalent of a concept album. Yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right. Um, big hi to Carol King if she's listening or something. But big time home. Um, yeah. Um, well, that's. I think this is really really cool. Thank you. Um, you know that this is happening. I mean, it just. You know, genders suddenly, you know, being talked about. Um, if Laverne Cox. Orange is the new black. wall, you yep. know, gender is. The new black, cliched as that may be, definitely. Um, But you know, Bruce
1: Jenner as well, and um, they've been. It's sort of been climbing. You know, even um, look at. uh, I was reading this morning about Aidan Dowling or Aiden Dowling. I'm not sure how to pronounce. You know, coming onto the cover of Men's Health. You know, as the first man to do so. um, You know, all being well. You know, fingers crossed for him.
0: Yeah, look. There's all. It's just quite incredible the number of things that. Are coming up, I've got, apart from at the end of the show, I always do events coming up. Well, there's some really great events that are drilling down into, um, as I call it, diversity within diversity coming mm. up. And this seems like another one. Um, now, you so. mentioned that the five pieces will be a progression of gender from, we'll say, binary extreme to celebrating diversity. Absolutely. Let's just drill down into that, let's say, just a little. Give yeah, us a half, a teensy winsy hint. Yeah, inch.
1: absolutely. So... The beginning, the first, you know, the first section of the film really looks at the physical and how, you know, the first step of that conversation is to really get out of the boxes, you know, by swapping something as simple as clothing and and um, mannerisms and just sort of stretching those stereotypes and that's sort of how it all begins. As we go through, it's really about how the two characters who represent the opposite ends of the spectrum meet and understand that it's it's about everyone Respecting one another and working together as as to how we can make that that shift happen to
0: complete equality. Okay, so it's ooh, so it's two people in the five pieces or more. There are two people who sort of carry through the pieces. They're mm-hmm. sort of you know two
1: characters, but we'll actually have a whole range of people there. And um, there are some very specific scenes that have the have a whole crowd of people representing the different styles the different expressions the different forms that um, are available to us and we're really hoping for the community support in actually playing some of those parts we will be doing Ah. uh, to get the whole community on board for that
0: cool so if you think look i'm I've, i always have to say i got kicked out of the peter garrett dance academy <laughs> in the 80s um and we will actually have some midnight yeah, oil yeah, coming yeah, of academy academy of yes. up <laughs> um, that was a blatant segue but anyway no <laughs> um so i'll be sort of there going woo woo or something but seriously if you've got you know so if this interest you've got the remotest degree of dance ability and um, but- just performance you know but it's not necessarily
1: dance it's ah it's any form of playing a part you know whether it's even just the symbolism of being there is just as important to us and will be as important to the scenes as anyone who who feels like they sit a bit higher in the dance ability as well so <laughs> yeah
0: so oh, that so that's good but it's um it is um clearest cl- clearly sorry well mm-hmm. open no to um people of all abilities but particularly Absolutely. for trans self-identified trans and gender diverse people yep. that's that is just Well, you know that's excellent and empowering, which is really cool. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Apart from, you know, you mentioned right at the start, this was something that was, you know, in your head for Mm. some time. You know, was there a particular personal thing in it for for you that drove
1: this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for me, I've identified as male for my, you know, entire life. You know, pardon a few wobbles here and there, but I think it was something that I felt. It didn't hit that that real stereotype, that real masculine mm-hmm. box, and and I found that frustrating because I went well. There's this there's this box that I tick, and I'm quite happy to tick, but it means more than mm. you know, and and it constricts and confines me. And I thought, you know, that's just me. That's just that's just being a man. And then there are there are people who are suffering and are so much more confused than I will ever be. And they were people who deserved support, they deserved solidarity, not just from their own community, but from the whole, you know, the whole of society, Um, should be stepping outside those MNF boxes to sort of meet in the middle or cross the other side and try it. You know, I I think... Although it's an anarchy that we fear, it's something that we should be
0: should be trying for the good of everybody. Yeah. yeah well, look, you mentioned. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll happily pardon wobbles. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong. Um, they're fine in in our journeys. And you've hit. I think you've hit a nail on the head here. That we're beginning to drill down into body diversity, mm-hmm. gender identity, Absolutely. gender expression. Mm-hmm. And I think the gender expression stuff's beginning to just finally put its little head above mm. the water, put its little shoots yeah. above the su- the so- surface mm. of the soil and say, hey, we're here too. Mm. And I think that's very welcome to see that, you know, I know it's a very simplistic phrase, it's okay for males to be feminine, it's okay for females to be masculine. Yeah. That sort of thinking Definitely. and variations thereon is really welcome.
1: And just to sort of, you know, I think
0: it breeds more
1: empathy. Yep. And if there's anything that the gender-diverse community deserve, it's empathy.
0: Yes. Empathy is a great quality now now seen with, you know or always seen really as one of the the qualities of leadership and um I think now people are seeing diversity as a you know it logically follows diversity is a quality Definitely. of leadership Definitely. and you know it's not just about as it was almost sarcastically at times called sensitivity training it is about leadership and recognizing that um having the more perspectives on a situation is a good thing yeah. And respecting people's a good thing. Absolutely.
1: I think it. Um, what it really opens up is the opportunity to just to celebrate for once. Mm. So many of the stories that we read about, you know, for the gender diverse group and, and anyone who identifies in there, it's there's so much tragedy and there's so much sort of heartache that, that we've seen. And um, you know, I was reading this morning about Veronica Bellina mm. and her experience in prison. Um I went, you know, this is a really good time for us to start celebrating and showing that there are positive stories and there are great things that are happening in the community. Then They are working together and they are standing up for each other and having each other's backs. I think that's what's been the
0: real great message to come out of, you know, running this project. Definitely. Now, um, and as a project, I think that's a really important word because um, it's... Yes, um, dance and performance are critical parts, but there's a lot more to it there than absolutely that. absolutely is. I mean, we are, this is a crowd project mm. um, run through the
1: Jamaica Inn Collective, which is a venture that uh, myself and, and a great team of people are working on. Uh, if you want to check that one out, you can go to facebook.com forward slash the Jamaica Inn. That's in with two N's. That place is a platform for. All types of creatives to come together and, and contribute to large scale projects. So V is being crowdfunded and the crowdfund campaign went live today. So you can have a look for that one on Possible, which is an Australian crowdfunding platform. But we're doing so much more than that. You know, We will be announcing opportunities for people to contribute musical elements to the film and you know, campaigns around it Um volunteering at screening events being part of you know the crew and being there to support on the day um, and helping us find things that really need you know locations uh, equipment all that stuff you know we've been putting those canvases out to the community because i think you can you can come out there and you can go look. We've got this whole thing; it's completely finished. We've completely shaped it, and we're going to deliver it to. You. We're going to put it at you. We're going to put it for you. And for us at the Jamaica In Collective, that's not what creativity is about. It's about bringing people together mm-hmm. about giving them all the opportunity
0: to contribute to something that is important to them. Fair enough. Yep, and building people's skills and Absolutely. strengths and all that Absolutely. sort of thing, which sounds pretty 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 awesome to yeah, me. So um, the 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 campaign's only just launched yesterday, so there's right. um, not, so, excuse me, a, a date, a performance date or anything as yet, but... Not, yeah, we've got sort of some dates pencilled in, and there's
1: obviously a schedule you know, behind the scenes we've got that yep. stuff all sort of looked at, but at the moment we're just focusing on doing all of the work to get it live, because essentially without the funding from the and the support from the people, it won't go ahead, and that's just as important... In the positive, because it's about if you want it to happen, if if we want to create this celebration, if we want to create this
0: this opportunity, then we have to do it together. Everyone has to be on board. We need all hands on deck. For sure, uh, make it um, make the team effort. So, if you want to get involved in the in the team. And or um, support and funding. Where do you? Um, how do you do that? What Absolutely. So um,
1: you can go to our Facebook page, and that has all the links on it. So that's uh, the Jamaica in Collective. Uh, if you want to go straight to the crowdfunding campaign, you can do that. It went live this morning. Um, if you type in p o z i full stop b e forward slash v is four all one word, uh, then you, the campaign will will crop up there, and you can check out the video, check out the rewards, and see you know. Um, what your opportunities for
0: contribution are through that. Okay. And V is for, is V-I-S-F-O-R? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. And you can support um, this film of dance um, in a very great way. And I think, as you say, I think this is what we need. Yes, there's a lot of things that um, need to happen for trans and gender diverse people and you know, we've still got a way to go, but it is time now to, as well as in very big inverted commas, fighting negatives, to build some positives. And okay, this great. certainly sounds like one. Thank you. Cool. All right, well, let's have a breather and um, have more of the show after we have, well, some more dancing music from, well, I am um, a Melbourne independent music icon, mm. Emma Wall from some years ago now from the Sneak album, appropriately enough, a track called dance 3CR 855am digital3cr.org.au You're on Out of the Pan with Sally and guest Brody. 3CR always bringing you the latest union news
1: They're coming after us at the
0: moment they want to get rid of penalty rates the big push from businesses they want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for
1: So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone contracted out to sham contracting arrangements
0: on 855 a.m and on the web 3cr.org.au <laughs>
1: Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place, predominantly, you will find that with any real depth is on community radio, and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR is a bloody good place to start.
0: What your name is We've got the hand Lots of changes We need more problems Three CR eight five five AM digital three cr dot org dot au out of the pan with Sally and guest Brody and well prior to the messages we heard from as I say Melbourne independent music icon I think um, that was from the two thousand and two album by Emma Wall called Sneak and a track called Dance logically appropriately yeah. enough Brody I've um, got you to hang in for the studio in in here in the studio because. Thank you. Um, wanted to get your thoughts, and the um information that was sent to me by Jamaica in I and yourself um began where in a week where the word transgender is trending for all the right reasons and <laughs> of course that is the story of Bruce jenner um for those who for, who haven't been following media during the week yeah. uh, or the last now nine or nine or so days um the situation is Bruce Jenner. A former decathlete, a um, Olympic medal winner in 1976 for the USA, and had to take on the USSR. It's a bit like a world wrestling entertainment scene versus Rusev Angle, but <laughs> he won. And well, Bruce, as he as he was then, Bruce um, declared nine days ago in an interview with American interviewer Diana Sawyer that Bruce is trans and will be affirming a female identity. And a lot of talk about this, but I. I'd Just be curious. You know, you're, you're someone who's involved in the GLBTI communities. Yeah. What have been your thoughts on the whole thing? It's um, after watching the interview.
1: It was incredibly powerful to see how it didn't go the way I think a lot of ex- people expected it to go. Oh. To see someone in to, to and you, you hit that. You, you phrase it perfectly, Sally. That yeah, he will be. He will be affirming a female identity. Mm. Although he was happy to say, "Yes, for all intents and purposes, I am a woman." there was still this sense of at the moment I'm still he and I'm still dad and I'm still these things. I don't feel the need to take on all the new pronouns or at least not just yet. And there is this, this figure, you know, he's called her for the moment who he will be sort of activating. And that was really, I felt that did, that did something really important and showed people that it's not cut and dried. And the whole point Mm. of being trans is that it's not cut and dried. Exactly. Uh, You know, and um, if we wanted cut and dried, well, we'd be keeping to the binary, wouldn't we? So it's, um, the, the flexibility that, that was sort of brought about in the interview I think was important. The comment on the difference between gender and mm. sexuality was really important. And just, you know, um, Bruce's all-around vibe was, was fantastic. He just had such a great approach and such a, such a yeah, the strength and, and candidness that I think a lot of people who are aware of who he is would expect.
0: Yeah. I think there's there's a lot in what you say and um I think, you know, sometimes for us in the DLB world, particularly if we're involved in some way, we can become a bit cocooned and bubbled mm-hmm. and think, Oh, everyone understands the basics now. They know that, you know, mm-hmm. um sexual orientation's one thing and gender identity is another mm-hmm. but a lot of people still don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Bruce Jenner, um, I said in a an article, my mobile was glued to my hand Monday morning. With all the media, gives us an opportunity to talk about it, reach more people, communicate. They understand, they become the proverbial allies, and so on. So it is has been a great focal point, and you know, people, you know, then understand it's a journey and it is fluidity. So I think you've you've hit some good points there, and I think that the other part that I think put people off was the celebrity family aspect, and you um, I think that has clouded it a bit and I think we've got to try and part those clouds and then say well this is a trans person's journey and it's really important mm. and it gives people um, stuff to talk about but to, and linking it back to your our chat about um, V, V gives people something to talk about. You've already had one, it might sound like a small positive positive. But you, you were talking about this just before we came on air. I really, you know, I just think it's really important to sure. talk about one the, of the
1: story. One of the key contributors to the project shared a story um, that happened in her workplace. Uh, and, you know, if she's listening, she'll know who she is. Uh, but, you know, ex- uh, worked in a relatively well-known female uh, retail store uh, where a trans woman was buying a pair of stockings. Mm-hmm. Um, after the sale was put through and a woman left the store, there was another woman behind her who, you know, uh, for all intents and purposes, was relatively phobic about the whole concept, and turned around and said, "Oh God, that was a man buying stockings." And this 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 girl who was very key to the project. To you know, believed that it was more important that she fought for human being in that moment, um, and decided to actually call the woman out on her behaviour and said, "No, that was a woman buying stockings," and you can't imagine what she's going through and. You should be having a, you know a bit more empathy for for her a bit her ability to express her gender the way that she wants to and has always wanted to and you've never had to worry about that. It's just always been natural to you and this woman apparently in the end you know agreed with what you know what the woman was saying and and that kind of you know guerrilla activism, those everyday battles to see mm-hmm. those being fought and even just one in the slightest you know it this it
0: all adds up it all makes a difference. It very very much does, and it's really appreciated. And things like V and Bruce Jenner each, in their way each to their degree, get people talking, get people aware, and I think that's been incredibly important. Um, and I should do two things and mention Transgender Victoria <laughs> twice um, and Transgender Victoria was a partner of the V project and I should mention Yes, it. we're very
1: grateful for that. We are um, very grateful yeah, for
0: that. And I should do the formal thing and mention as a committee <laughs> member of Transgender Victoria that I've got that sense of interest in the project as an interviewer as well. But um, the other, I suppose, with my Transgender Victoria um, media spokesperson wonk hat on this week <laughs> the phone was just glued my mobile was glued to my hand monday morning recording imagine. interviews for breakfast radio in cans now wow. that's quite incredible that and you know i didn't get to hear the interview it was pre-recorded but you know I ha- and i didn't hear the interview if anyone's on the net on 3 org today you in cans let me know how it went yeah. But also, a Jewish community radio station rang up. Um, Fantastic. There was Melbourne Breakfast, commercial breakfast radio, and all were positive and respectful. And a few years ago, that wasn't the case. So I could, I could regale people with stories with my media hat on of how commercial radio at times has been incredibly poor. Yep. And so this you anyway, know, yes, we're grateful for the support of um, Fairfax Media and the ABC who have always done a pretty good job or are largely, if not totally, done a very good, if not excellent job on trans issues. Now we're broadening again and someone like Bruce Jenner gives us that opportunity. For sure. And then at the other end, the V Project does the same. And That's exactly I, what we're hoping. And I've got to say I had a, a very interesting aspect come up on, you know, principled allies, I met with someone who was doing a media interview, not about Bruce Jenner on Thursdays, a journalism student, um, just about trans issues in general. And I asked her afterwards, you know, How come this is such an interest for you? And she said, When she was at school, she was friends with a woman whose brother turned out to be gay. And unfortunately, the family, being a very religious family i think we know where this is going tried to push the the gay brother into conversion therapy they didn't thankfully succeed and there was no damage and they've got to a or say a point of i hate this word tolerance now they've sort of met his male partners but it's still not great but at least he's okay she did a very principled thing she said and her friend who was part of pushing that conversion therapy and they tried to talk it through she said sorry we don't have values anymore but I think there's two parts that there's a sadness that queerphobia breaks up friendships, mm. the same as it hurts everyone. But I admire her strength and her principle in Absolutely. standing up for it, the same as your friend who was in the shop and everyone else. Mm. So, it's, um, you know, there's we can always, there's always. Um, well, let's let's not believe in binary black or white thinking. There's positives and negatives yeah. to every story. That's
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely right. I think one of the big parts of that story that I really resonated with was that the the trans woman in question wasn't there to see it. You know, didn't know. Mm. It, you know, she'd left the store by then, and that's just as big a deal as that. You know, I think mm. some of us are so willing to stand up and say where we support. You know, when it's when we're in a position of power, when we're in a position of you know knowing we're going to be well received as a, as an as an ally, but it's in those moments where we don't have to, you know, there's we're not pushed to. It's bringing it through every single time we meet one of those challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you, you heard about the young girl, I think she's nine years old in England, uh, Els, mm-hmm. who um, campaigned successfully against these scholastic, you know book selling corporation to remove any sort of gender coding from their catalog. So these guys send out catalogs to schools, uh, you know, once a quarter, I think, to sort of get kids to buy books and encourage reading, which is obviously a good thing. But, um, she didn't like how, you know, all the pirate books were on pages labeled for boys and all the princess books were Uh on pages for girls and they were colored in pink and blue. And her mother, you know, sort of said, um, stop complaining and go and do something about it. Stop whinging at me. (laughs) And what a great mother to sort of put that power onto her own daughter who then, you know, petitioned in her school and wrote to Scholastic and sent it off and they've agreed to change their catalogues in future to no longer reflect those kind of gender stereotypes. Oh, wow. Those small, it seems Mm. small and it seems like something we can all overlook and go, oh, you know, it's fine. But those things, they matter and they matter at all times, not just when you're faced with, you know, Preserving someone's
0: feelings oh look totally every every bit helps I mean you know every contribution um you know whether and you know it could be let's say one win at the grassroots like that that mm. sense sets a precedent. Yep. it could be someone who you know goes and advocates for birth certificate law reform, it could be Bruce jenner, mm. it could be an ally um could be it could be a dance project, everything yep. that just you know gets it all together. And keeps it moving forward and just, you know, um, for the tweeters, hashtag binary busters yes. <laughs> um, is, I think, really important. So I hadn't heard that story. Thanks for that. And there's, there just seems to be lots of little wins now. A, a South Carolina teen who was told, oh, you can't wear makeup because a uh, trans woman who was told you can't wear makeup for your license photo because you're a man and she challenged the south carolina license bureau in the u.s and won and now she can be represented and of course they said well you know what difference does it make if someone's wearing makeup if it's who they are and we can work out who it is who cares the makeup wasn't born male or female that's right so totally um all these little things and people you know feeling empowered to stand up um and oh, of course, we had the great story in Thursday's age of Ollie, an um, 11-year-old. And that's, to my knowledge, the first young person who has been pretty open, uh, who's a, a client of the Royal Children's Gender Unit, talking about their story. Fantastic. And that's, um, you know, in the past, the children, the because of family court stuff, I think people have not wanted to identify themselves for that reason. But now more and more people are, and Four Corners last year, all these little... They seem like one one step, well, I've got to say it, one small step for mankind. <laughs>
1: oh, I like that. I so, like that a lot. So
0: uh, it's all on the journey. So to all the people who are doing that, and also I think I suppose it's appropriate to acknowledge all the people who stood up in tougher times, Carl Otter or Christine Absolutely. Jorgensen, one of my local heroes, Julie Peters, um, who ran for parliament here in the 90s, all those people, everyone took some steps, and now it just seems we're... Um, beginning to jog a bit rather than just walk. That's it. Cool. All right. Well, that was totally unintended, but I've got to run with it. (laughs) Given that Bruce Jenner was a decathlete, I pulled out a few tracks today, (laughs) one of which from the Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald on lead vocals. Um, Yep. Jogging, walking, whichever. Um, (laughs) Yeah. is um, this one, and I could have picked one of two from the Doobie Brothers' Greatest Hits, but I went with this one with Michael McDonald on lead vocals. It keeps you running. 3CR 855 (laughs) AM Digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally and Brody. It keeps you running from the Doobie Brothers and the very best um, of the Doobie Brothers compilation. And, of course, well, could have gone with Long Train running, um, either the original guitar version with um, Tommy Johnson on lead vocals or the... Dancy remix could have could have gone with that could in line been. of a dance themed show um don't have a year of that no 1993 compilation for that one um so yep had a good range of doobie brothers songs and of course it keeps you running one of the tracks from forrest gump where he was running of back and across is. america yeah with oh. running on empty and um bob seger running against the wind <laughs> And that was my classic rock plaque for the day. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Stand by. Um, there's stuff that mentions line dancing coming up in the next track. Very Don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> mm. But we wanted to talk more about the Bruce Jenner aspect um, because, you know, Bruce doing this interview at 65 um, had a few implications that I think um, came to light and, um, you know, that um, throw one in for starters, basically. Yeah.
1: I, I, that was one of the things I really thought was one of the most important sort of components of the interview was this whole idea around, you know, the a the age. And uh, Dr. Phil came under fire, you know, for, say, the study interview that, you know, at the age of 65, changing your gender or genitalia, you know, getting reassigned in that way was had to be purely theoretical, which was just, which is ridiculous. You know, this oh. con- and you know, I think it's one of the stereotypes that still manages to follow us around now is that once you hit 55, suddenly you've got, no sex drive. You've got no amorosity. You've got no ability to look at anyone or look at, or feel attracted to yourself, and and it's it's preposterous. And um, and I, and that was, I think, one of the most horrible things to come out of the interview was this idea that why would Bruce want to do this? Because no one wants to be a you know past middle aged single female, mm. and and that in itself. Is an absolute disgrace and something that should absolutely be countered. At any age, you should f- have the ability to be yourself. And I think that was what did come out of it, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, look, ag- agreed. And I mean, well, speak- I say speaking as an, individ- as an individual, mm-hmm. and dare I say, someone who goes and does aged care training repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue of I'll say sexual orientation, gender identity, but also just to distinguish it from sexual orientation, I'll use the word sensuality and intimacy. Um, You know, you've got a right to be yourself at any, you know, let's say at any age with appropriate consenting person of age, of course, course. Um, and as long as you're not harming anyone else and if it's safe and consensual, um, yes, and... um, You know, I think that the sort of age stereotypes that, you know, came in from Dr Phil's remarks are bad enough. The, you know, the limited ideas on um, sensuality, as I'm calling it, or intimacy, Mm. and, you know, the the judgment. And look, we all go, we may go through stages in our life, having had the the gang from Melbourne Aces on two weeks ago about asexuality, you know, they... they, um, yeah, you know, they're people, comma, who happen to be asexual. Absolutely. And they're wonderful people, you know, the same as someone who could be highly sexual. And I've got to say, since that interview, I had one of my dear friends in the community, Anne Hunter, um, from Polly um, summed this up on an interview on Joy really well, where she said, we live in a society that is sex-obsessed, but sex-negative. Mm. And I think, what a terrible combination that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And um, if we were sorry. more positive about people's, well, I'll, again, I'll say sensuality and obsessed about that, I think we'd all be better off and, you know, we're more affirming about all sorts of things. And my grumpy poo moment of the week, um, not to do with Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. was I had two surveys come my way during the week. One was about consent. And the first part was so um, was about thinking about your current relationship with a partner. So if you're single at the moment, which I am and I'm beginning and I'm still exploring this, so I'm not an expert on these next few words, I'm still exploring concepts of solo polyamory and relationship anarchy. Um, If you're not in with a current partner or steady partner, I was just really saddened by the wording of the survey that I've still got ideas on consent just because I'm not in a picket fence relationship doesn't mean I can't have ideas. And other surveys that were the same that assumed only coupled parents, it was a very US-based mm. survey, seemed to be able to have relationships and it really was very, very disappointing and, and this US survey was looking for Australian participants as well and, and that's that could get me started which I'd need three shows on to talk about <laughs> Global North Attitude. <laughs> Hello US Ambassador who thinks we're looking to America for leadership because we're falling behind on marriage equality. Um, there's my beef for the day. Mm. Oh dear and other things but... Um, um yeah, I just um but sticking to the point, yeah, nice. this issue of, you know, intimacy and touch and all that sort of thing, yes, you know, the power of a hug, etc.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all the difference. Asexuality is definitely one of those frontiers that we've yet to really yes. cross into and you know, I'm hoping that, you know well, we're all hoping that as the as these things go on, as you know, there are there are more high profile cases of gender uh, you know, flexibility, there's you know, but that these sort of smaller well, you know, thus far been smaller sort of components of the community are able to be larger and able to be more notified and have, to have the lights on them and really get to enjoy that and, and be considered as part of this, yeah, as you say, you know, heteronormative and, you know, um, couple normative society. You know, there are so many, you know, it's married, you know, that whole single divorced thing, isn't it? You know, like, you, yeah. you know... Do you do you tick single because you're single or do you tick divorce because you're divorced and what's the difference between them essentially, mm. you know, but we've decided to make divorcees their own group, but people who are you know, um people who are asexual or or quite comfortably celibate even, you know, mm. that isn't its own that isn't its own category in, in the marital status which is another thing that i i get a bit annoyed about it's like well why is single my marital status mm. you know, so why am i being deten- <laughs> you know i'm i am i i you know i am precluded from a marital status by virtue of my own orientation so yeah that that frustrates. You know, if i'm yeah I'll, I'll get off the high horse now sorry about no that. We're, <laughs> we're, you
0: know. we're riding our high horses because we need to and <laughs> yeah. i think that well, look, um, let's come come back to what it says um, about the start of this show, knowing no boundaries of yeah, sex or gender, and I'll use sex in term, both meanings of the word, um, yeah. intimacy and, we'll say, classifying people. Yeah. Um, well, let's know no boundaries and treat people on their merits and with respect and value them for the unique human being they are. So, yeah, the Bruce Jenner thing, I think, you know, did do a you know, talk, opened up lots of angles, and the seniors Definitely. one, yes, I mean... I, you know, lived nearly 30 years trying to be totally the wrong gender and, you know, then started on the journey and things on that aspect of life, of course, have been infinitely times better. Mm. But I can't imagine living for 65 years. But also the other thing about trying to train for an Olympic event, that pressure and intensity Mm. and you've got that stuff going on in the back of your mind about gender. God, I can't Mm. imagine that. That must have been incredibly difficult. And thinking, in a way, about Ian Thorpe, a guy who yeah. did amazing things in swimming, yet was still struggling with sexual orientation. Imagine if he hadn't been able to be out. he he, he, would, he just would have, he really would have been yeah. the proverbial speedboat Thorpe, yeah. you know? yeah, Absolutely. So yeah, it's another. It's all the more reasons to, um, you know, make sure we just celebrate individuals for being who they are, and um, not stereotype people into boxes that don't fit. And not necessarily, you know, and not need to trap yourself either,
1: you know, and definitely seek support against yes. that, you know, um, because that's, I think, one of the most common things. That's what Bruce talked about was, you know, he trained his heart out because that was the best way to sort of put it out of his head because mm. you know, he couldn't go back. And you see a, a lot of um, trans women, you know, still, you know, talking about their very masculine figures mm. that they that they built and they worked on and they threw their whole life into just to sort of, just as a way of trapping themselves against the thing they really wanted. And I think a lot of people of different, you know, mm. gay, or lesbian, bi- you know, bisexual, multisexual, you know, that's something that they do as well, you know, with conversion therapy or mm. you know, um, dating someone or marrying someone and yes. having children with someone, which is another thing that Bruce did. And that was a big component of it as well. You know, the this whole idea of this is a, this is a person with 10 children and one of the most scrutinized families on the planet mm. as now, you know, um, has left that family, you know, not left the family, but, you know, left that marriage and, and is now seeking affirmation of themselves. And, um, I think that's one of the the harder things for a lot of every man, you know, mm. and, and, and not a non-celebrity to deal with is, um, there's, I think those people in a lot of different circles are still called monsters. People who have to leave their wives or, um, have to sort of leave their family domiciles to express who they are yeah they're still considered in a very negative light and those people deserve yeah the empathy that we've talked about and that bruce is currently seeming to enjoy And you're not sure what's really going on in his mind and what's really happening but for the most part people have let that part of it and they understand it mm-hmm. hopefully that that sort of continues and that starts to spread to other families who have needed to take those steps as a group
0: yeah that we just have that empathy and understanding. Mm. I think that's a good note to, to finish that talk on, but one more time um, for coming back to where it all started mm. on today's show, um, if people want to get in support the Project V, which is originally why you came in here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, it did happen in a week of Breast Jenner. How do people support V? What do they need to do to get in touch? So the easiest way to do
1: it is to head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Jamaica Inn, I double N. uh, Or you can head to Possible and look up V, a dance film about gender um, and find it that way. Uh, That's the way to support us, you know, monetarily, which we absolutely need to get the project going. But there's also opportunities for contribution and social media is going to be the easiest way um, to do that. Uh, if you want to, uh, actually, the last thing that might be helpful is to email us as well. If you, if social media is not your jag, um, then you can, by all means, uh, email us at the in 7 That's the number seven at
0: gmail.com. If people forget any of those details, just get in touch with me via all the means of this show That'd and um, we'll pass them on. Brody, thanks for coming Thank in. Thank you, sir. Um, pleasure. Um, looking forward to. Um, getting the project um, rolling and Absolutely. succeeding. Um, as And as we said, another part of positivity for, for trans and gender diverse and allied people. Um, so every success for it. And, well, we've been threatening to do something. You mentioned line dancing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Um, but it's a bit of fun with Greg Champion from the Customs CD. Um, and I love line dancing, but line dancers freak me out. 855am uh, <laughs> digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally Come on, come in and hear the best live pop music from around town. It's your chance to tune in, so come on, come in. Live on Thursdays, 3 p.m. 3CR, 855 AM. I'm a boss. <laughs> Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Yes, we threatened to mention line dancing and we did. We push no bound. We know no boundaries of sex, gender, or genre. Um, gosh, uh, brave. We're you know, sowing the seeds of um, dancing dissent. Seriously, um, of course, make sure you. Um, there won't be line dancing, to my knowledge, in. So um support it. No, even if there was, of course, support it. We value diversity. Diversity of events coming up this week and beyond for the um transgender diverse sex positive type of communities. Don't forget to tune in to Bent TV. Um their weekly episode airs at ten pm Australian Eastern Time on Friday. Check out benttv.org.au or YouTube to catch up on the segments afterwards. Um Seahorse is on next um Saturday night. And on the 9th of May. And tickets are now on sale for the 18th of July 40th anniversary Gala Ball. Um, so park your peepers around that one um, and look forward to it. Um, also on though next Saturday the 9th, um, Chains is on for the Kingsters. Um, put your chains on, so to speak. Um, and a standing event, And of course, next uh, month is... Um, Um, Of course, the birthday party, that one is ticketed, not this month, May, but next month is, and that just about um, gets us through the events of the coming week. And of course, lots coming up, Um, busy month in May, Ida Hobbit Day on the 17th, and there's events, gosh almighty, everywhere, lots of local government areas having flag-raising ceremonies. I know in the last week I've heard about Footscray, Surf Coast, um, Hobson's Bay are three at least, Uh, Darabin is four. Darabin is also having an event, which I'm very excited to announce. Um, Just, I'll say, diarise um, the 21st of May for an interfaith panel um, on GLBTI, which I understand is the first time it's um, been um, one that's been sponsored by any sort of government body, which is very welcome, of course. There's been great events at Hares and Hyenas, um, and... um, um, as well, sorry, that's um, in June, I beg your pardon. But um, May, I should say, is an event on the 14th, um, which is a multicultural, a trans and culturally and linguistically diverse panel at Hez and Hyenas, um featuring yours truly um, emceeing. You've got Eric Locke um, on the panel, a fabulous young trans man who's been on the show, Kai Clancy. Um, Kylie Supski, and a whole heap of people. Um, so that's um, another line um, landmark. You know, we just seem to be getting these small ones. And then watch out in June for psychologists and psych students. There's the first ever GLBTI psychology, or to my knowledge, one of the first ever um, psychology and spirituality conferences coming up. So that's going to be huge as well. Um, so yeah, just um, checking in on on those. The fourteenth of May is um, 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 Kylie Soupsky, Kai Clancy, Eric Locke and Marco Fink from Minus 18. And then on the 21st is the Darabin panel. So it's all happening. It better all happen and I'd better get out of here. All this running and dancing has made me a bit tired. Better go and have a Bex and a lie down. Um, Take it out today with one more bit of running. Yes, playing some Midnight Oil from their first ever album in 1978, the self-titled one, Run By Night. Um, Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to
1: allthews.3cr.org.au.